Blog Talk Radio. became WWE champion. It was at New Year's Revolution uh, in my hometown of Albany, New York, and moi, myself, uh, Chris McSwiggin, or as the icon calls me, the big swing, was in attendance uh, and watched it happen. So, uh, yes, yes, that was uh, still a moment I've I've relived. Part of the, one of the moments I, I've loved Edge for, and uh, I, I had that little surprise for icon I was going to play on the show here because we all know you know how much icon uh breaks my balls about my my uh bro crush on Adam Copeland. So uh so that well, was that. Well, you know the thing um, is about that though. You could yeah. you could find that you could find that clip, record it, upload it to the the computer and play it on the show, but you unlike the other 209 fans of ours could not wish me a happy birthday yesterday. Uh I actually Yes, honestly. Um, the reason for that was was because I did not get the notification until like way after, like maybe halfway through the rumble, and um, and, and at that point I figured it would be more insulting to do it super late than it would to do it early on. And uh, honestly, it was just one of those things where I just it just slipped my mind. But 
But yes, Icon, uh, we are happy for your birthday. Always happy to have you. And we do wish you a happy birthday from all of the fans who are fans of the show, as well as Granny and I. Um, but yes, it was one of those things where it just kind of, uh, just kind of slipped through the cracks a little bit. And I do and apologize for that. Yes. I even called Icon and sang happy birthday to him on the phone. I, I gave him a singing gram yesterday for his birthday. Yes, I did. Plus, I wish you happy see, birthday on Facebook. So, from me and my whole yes, family. Yes, you did. See, I wasn't on Facebook yesterday, and, and you can verify that. I didn't really post anything yesterday. I was in bed most of the day, honestly. Um, but, but yes, uh, Icon, that uh, was a a slip up um, on on my end there. So we 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 do wish you a happy birthday. Of course, we we would never we would never you know deliberately forget your birthday, uh, Granny. Even in her, even in her, uh, you know, even she, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything that's going to be taken the wrong way. But Granny even remembered, um, which was which was good. Um, but for me, hey, I hey, just said, don't forget about the, don't forget today. Don't forget about the pretty boy. Even as I uh, wish I come happy birthday. Yes, so, see, did. see, yeah, and just uh, just pour it on, guys. Pour it on. I got short and I got short term memory, brother. So and I get a check for it. And I even wished him happy birthday. I even remember. You know, you know, I, you know, I, I want to let you guys know something that's really sad. Uh, What's, that? What's really sister, sad? My middle sister completely forgot about me. She didn't oh. even. She didn't call. She didn't wish me. She didn't do anything. You know. So uh, hmm. I, I'm upset about that. So. Uh, she doesn't listen to the show, obviously. Uh, uh, I will announce here and now that her and I are officially done. So, uh, oh. wow! I hate to announce fa- fa- uh, family dirty laundry on the show, but this is my form. Just like the worthless New Orleans Saints, you guys, you fans, and you New Orleans Saints can kiss my ass as well. So there you go. Now, Icon, what if I were to tell you that that little clip? Um, was was my my birthday present? What, what if I were to tell you that? <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. It's more than what my sister got me. So there you go. There, there, there we go. Um, no, honestly, I uh, working two fourteen hour days, Friday and Saturday. Like I said, I was in bed most of the day. Then I had bowling. Then the rumble came on, and it just was one of those things where, by the time I realized it was a it was a oh crap moment, and. Uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, well, if I do it now, it's gonna, it's not going to seem genuine. And You know what I'm saying? Like, once I found out, when I texted you guys uh, after Alexa Bliss was eliminated from the Rumble, um, and I texted you guys, I don't care who wins the Women's Rumble anymore, and then you're like, oh, well, something, you know, by your day or whatever the text was, I was like, oh, crap. Like, if I say it now, it's going to seem disingenuous. So I figured it would just be better to uh, wait till we got on the air tonight. To wish I kind of happy birthday, better boy well, than. That's, that's no. Because I was hoping you would say something, but it doesn't matter. Well, I, I don't hold a grudge. You better belated than never. Uh, see, see, I, I, I'm wired a little differently, Icon. I like, like if, if it were me, and it were somebody had mentioned something as if, as if they had completely forgot, and then you know I would be like, oh, by the way, it's my birthday or whatever, and then they were like, oh, sure. hey, happy birthday. It would just, it would seem to me like it was kind of forced and kind of like. You know, I made him say it. I, I just kind of would, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just wanted to wait till we got on tonight. And uh, in my mind, now, could I be wrong? Yes, I've been wrong before. 
Um, but in my mind, it was it was one of those, um, you know, belated is better than not doing it at all. But it's also better than having it seem like it was, you know, like it was disingenuous. So, um, but yeah, well, yeah we do well, like I, said, I don't uh, I, I don't hold a grudge, Johnny. I, I never would because, uh, you know, you are, uh, you know, you're you're one of my two wrestling brothers. So, uh, you know, uh you know the cool thing. You know the really cool thing, though. Speaking of wrestling brothers, uh, yes. Um, I I actually got a I actually got a call and a happy birthday from Ross Hart, which is which was completely unexpected. Well, that's cool though. I I mean anybody with the Hart name associated with them um, to to give you a call about anything is actually pretty cool. Uh, so so yeah. I mean, and again, the Hart family, we uh, we do thank them for everything they've done for the show. Obviously, we play their commercial uh, twice to three times a day, or not day, twice to three times a show uh, for their Sharpshooter funding website that they have. So, again, for the Hart family, one of the legendary, iconic, <clears throat> royal families of wrestling to uh, be supporters of us is, is something we, you know, we, we, we love to have All as right. well. We're We're grateful for. All right, and uh, before we uh, get too far into this, I just want to announce that uh, tonight we have a three guest show. Uh, yes, we we're do. We're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, Thomas Bruff, uh, yes, uh, aka uh, you know he is the leader of a great wrestling promotion, so he's going to be mm-hmm. talking to us, and we are going to have uh, Travis Cole. Uh, okay, he's an up and coming wrestler. And also, uh, you know, like I say, uh, Thomas D. Bruff, you know, he's uh, Liberty Wrestling. Uh, the, uh, uh, and uh, we're also going to have uh, a couple weeks late, uh, but he is, uh, he did a reschedule and he's on tonight. Uh, we have Dusty Gold. And Yay. he's going to be on with us. Oh. A friend of Granny Hawkster is the way I understand it. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so it's going to be awesome tonight. Next week, I'll go over this real quick in case we don't have time. Okay. We're going to have another three guest week. Uh, we're going to have uh, Lady uh, uh, Vagny. Uh, we're going to have Rich Maxwell. And we're going to have Paulina Nikita, uh, Nikitna with us. So it's going to be another three guest night uh, next week. And as a matter of fact, uh, we're pretty much going to have three guests on until we have Buff Bagwell on when it will be him and a special guest, his mother, Judy Bagwell. And that's oh. why I actually want to – I love Doug Masters, but I'm going to put him on a, the spot when Buff is on, and I'm going to ask him – I'm not going to ask him now because I, I don't want him to prepare for – I want it to be spontaneous when he asks this question. And I hope, Doug, you won't get too mad at me when I ask the question, but it's just something I got to do. It's just something in the icon's nature, and I have to do it. Are you guys okay. Feel free to ask him any question you want. Uh, awesome. And one of the questions is, who's got a better hairstyle, Buff or uh, Doug Masters? Uh, the pre- huh. you know, I haven't seen his hair in a while. He might be getting bald like me. Like, I, haven't seen well, I know he always wears guys. that... Uh... I know he always wears he always a hat. Wears hat. Uh, yeah, he wears a cool looking hat. Yeah, but yeah, my hair's still my, my hair's still looking good, guys. Once in y'all picture of it, some pictures, yeah, it's still looking good. It's still blonde. It's still looking good. Last, Last I, I seen I Buff was, though, 
Buff's hair is definitely thinning, but he's not. You know, I wouldn't say he's going bald. He 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 doesn't have a he doesn't have a LeBron James receding hairline. Um, but he uh, but but he definitely he definitely is. You know, the age is age is showing through as it does with all of us. Um, but of course, yeah. I I, I can honestly though. Uh, now that now that uh, I think about it, and we do actually have a caller on. Is our is our first caller a nine hundred one number? Uh, our first I guest. Do be- I do believe he is. Okay. Um. So we'll get into it in in one minute. Then we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit yes, if we got some is. time. Okay. So we got some time in between guests to um. Some time in between guests to talk about it. I wanted to get your thoughts on last night's pay per view. Um, I, I have some reservations about it. Obviously, I think it was better than Royal Rumbles of the past. It was better than some of the uh, pay-per-views that WWE has put out lately. Uh, however, I do feel like it was a little bit more predictable than I wanted it to be with this whole shake-up and giving the fans what they want thing. I get it. You're giving the fans you know, two uh, baby faces for the most part um, and, and crowd favorites the Rumble win. I get it. Um, but you know, I, I just, I just don't think that they had a plan. I, I think WWE, uh, looked at this saying, we want to give the fans what they want. We're going to have Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch win, but really don't have a long-term plan. So oh, but we'll, we'll get into that. I mean, it, it would have made more sense to give it to Strowman. That's just my opinion, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, Icon, I'm going to, uh, put the first guest on. And let you do your thing as you do so well. So they are patched through. And Mr. Icon, do your work. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our first combatant of the night, we have the king of Liberty Pro Women's Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give you the man himself. He is Daryl Bruff. Hey, man, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How in the world are y'all doing? Enjoying listening to you. Now, tell me, was that not the best in-ring introduction you've ever had in your life? You know, the only one that was better was the judge at my divorce. Uh, he did probably a little <laughs> bit better one, but outside of that, it, it, it's been great. Well, I love that, brother. There we go, Icon. So you're in good company then. You're in good company. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you, you know, uh when you uh when you uh just to go a little off topic then we'll get back into it. Uh when uh you went into your door, divorce proceeding and they uh announced the judge, you didn't say, Oh, I was hoping for Judge Wapner. You didn't do that, did you? I actually did. I, I was hoping for some judge because the judge I had come to find out was uh best friends <coughs> with her uh her new boyfriend, so I got shellacked twice, once by her and once by him. So she so, got uh, the gold mine and you got the shaft. I got <laughs> Pretty so, close. Here's pretty what we close. do. After, uh, after we, uh, after we introduce our guests, uh, we like them to give us a little background about themselves, then we uh, ask them the question. So if you want to uh, go ahead and give us a little background, we'll then we'll chat with you. Yeah. I have been a lifelong wrestling fan. Uh, born and raised in uh, northwest Tennessee. My mom and dad owned a uh, local restaurant there, and every Thursday night uh, we had local wrestling, uh, mostly guys from West Tennessee or, or eastern Arkansas. And they happened to 
to always come to my mom and dad's restaurant to eat, and I got to be friends with them and the promoter, who was a man named Leonard Fielding out of Jackson, Tennessee, and I grew up around wrestling. I never was in the wrestling business young, but uh, I was around it and knew a lot of people. Actually graduated high school with the WWE Hall of Famer, Coco Beware. Uh, we went to school together and graduated together. Wow. And, uh, so so, you, so so you're the one that used to do Coco, B's, uh, Coco Beware's homework, so that's why he graduated. That's exactly right. <laughs> we, uh, we actually, we actually mm-hmm. up until the ninth grade, we were in the back together and played the tubas, believe it or not. He was a very good tuba player. Most people don't know that little bio about him. But uh, anyway, I helped a friend in uh, Lexington, Tennessee, uh, run a promotion for about a year, and uh, we did all right later on. Then I, I backed away again, and then uh, when I got remarried in 2006, I told my wife, I said, you know, I really want to do something for ladies wrestling. They uh, they seem to get the shaft, and uh, and back then they did. You know, it was the bra and panty matches and the uh, pillow fight matches and all that. And I said, I want wrestling like I grew up on uh, the penny bands, the core cones, the circle. So uh, we started at that time a promotion called Memphis Ladies Wrestling and uh, eventually become Magnificent Ladies Wrestling, which I sold it in 2013. My job took me to uh, Texas, and at that time, I just didn't feel like I needed to to take it with me, so I sold it to one of the ladies that worked for us, and uh, she still owns it to this day, Magnificent Ladies of Wrestling. And uh, so for the last five Five years or so, people have been every every once in a week went by. People didn't say, "Would you please go back in the business? You give us the kind of wrestling we want, the kind of wrestling that we grew up on." So, uh, so we're pretty, we're pretty much old school. And uh, long story short, they just kept on. Finally, I looked at her one day. I said, "We got to do it. Uh, there's just too much demand for it." So we're uh, we're back in the wrestling business. See, it's funny. You mentioned the, uh, the the type of wrestling or women's wrestling, rather, uh, you know, that that you grew up on and that Icon grew up on, Granny grew up on. Um, but me, being thirty, uh, growing up right in the heart of the Attitude Era, and then you know the early to mid two thousands, um, I grew up on the wrestling being, you know, the, the the gimmick matches that you that you previously mentioned. Like, so for example, one of the greatest nights of my life, New Year's Revolution, which is when my, you know, Edge, my favorite wrestler of all time, cashed in Money in the Bank. That there was a match that night, uh, where, where Ashley Massaro, who you guys probably remember, uh, beat Candice Michelle, Corey Wilson, Victoria, all them in a bra and panties gauntlet match. That type of thing was what I grew up on. So now to see, <coughs> excuse me, to see, you know, like Raw right now has Bailey and Ronda Rousey going at it. To see matches like last yeah. night, the Women's yeah. Rumble. To see. Um, you, you know what women's wrestling has become. It's actually cool to me because it's different. I'm so used to really the only female wrestler I grew up and I put wrestling in air quotes was China. Now seeing you know women stealing the show. I mean, I mean for a, a good port of good portion of 2015, 2016, you know the Charlotte Flair um, Queen storyline 
um, took over. It, it, was, it was the main event. It was arguably the best storyline in the company. And so for me, that's all new, but, but I do like it and I do respect it. And it is, it does bring a new added element and a good element to wrestling. So I, I really enjoy uh, the fact that you're bringing women's wrestling into the limelight because I do, I do really enjoy, uh, you know, watching a lot of this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the match as, as I'm talking to you and, you know, this, this is, this is what I grew up on. I mean, the the people like Debbie Combs, the people like Rita Boucher, Betty Boucher, Moolah, uh, Sue Green, all those type ladies. I mean, they would bust their butt, and a lot of times they would steal the show from the guys back in the '60s and '70s, and 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 literally steal the show. And uh, it's good seeing it now that uh, the the ladies wrestling is getting back to where it used to be. Uh, uh, it's, it's exciting, and that was our whole intent. Like a lot of the ladies now in the WWE, Sarah Logan wrestled for me when I had my other company. Uh, uh, Sasha Banks come in one time when she wrestled under the name Mercedes JV. And, and I told my wife then, I said, I'm telling you, both of them girls have got it. They'll, they'll be in the WWE someday, and sure enough, there they are. And uh, uh Daryl Daryl Bruff is our yeah. guest. We have uh we have about uh twenty uh four minutes here or so left with you. Uh one thing we want to do here real quick, uh we, we're gonna take a quick a brief timeout. Uh I sent you a script. We're gonna go ahead and take care of that now. Uh for right. the liner that we're gonna do. I'm gonna count down from five and then uh uh we'll do that and we'll uh continue with the interview. So if you're ready we'll go ahead and do that. All right, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Daryl Bruff, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and, of course, Granny Hulkster. Awesome. So, with your, you know, with your current company, uh, Liberty Pro Women's Wrestling, how many different uh, wrestling, wrestling? Sorry, how many different wrestlers do you have on your roster currently? Well, we we tape about every four to six weeks, just depending on uh, what the you know what the customer demands are, and it, it varies every month. I mean, we don't have just like the same ten, same twelve, <clears throat> same you know six. It's uh, I have about four girls I use a lot. And then I, I bring in girls like Nick. Our next uh, taping, we got Kimberly coming in. Uh, you know that was in NXT for a while. We got uh, Priscilla Kelly coming in, who's created quite a controversy in the last few weeks. Um, we got uh, let's see, I'm trying to think because Golden, an up and coming uh, star, she is a she's a super. Uh, Black athlete out of out of uh, Arkansas, and I can almost promise you, you'll see her in the WWE someday. Uh, other ladies, we got I've 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 coming in. I hope I said that right. Uh, that was on NXT, was on Tough Enough, uh, has been a, a shine champion down in Florida. She's an outstanding talent, and. Uh, and uh, she'll be here March 1st to work with us. 
So we're excited about our lineup. Uh, we have some local girls, a uh, little bit out of Missouri, who is our LPWW champion. Uh, Veronica Fairchild, who's an outstanding talent. Uh, we use a little girl out of Chattanooga, and I say little, she's four foot eleven, but she's a Spitfire fantasy out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and, and several other girls. And uh, Nikki Lane from uh, from Arkansas. There, we call her Smoking Hot Nikki Lane because she she's an outstanding looking, beautiful lady. So uh, and can wrestle. And uh, her husband's Austin Lane, who uh, is is regionally probably the best wrestler. Now, we also would uh, like to hope that uh, you might be able to, uh, uh, you know, hook us up with some of those uh, some of those gals that uh, might uh, be willing to be on the show. Uh, do you have a few that uh, you think that might would uh, want to be on with us? Oh, yeah, I'm sure we, we, we would uh, definitely have some of them that want to be on there. And, and, and some of them, some great interviews. Melanie Cruz from... Chicago. I know y'all heard of Melanie Cruz. She's six foot tall and uh, an Amazon, but uh, been to Japan a couple of times. A great talent. I mean, outstanding talent. So, uh, you know, you know, I um, have heard of, I have heard of Melanie, and she is one of the ones that's on the top of my list to get her on the show. So, what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll contact you later on this week, and then we can work that out. Okay, I I can awesome. probably get her to. Yeah, outstanding talent. Stays around the Chicago area mainly, but she does she does travel some. She was in Texas a week or so ago with uh, Rise and uh, her and uh, oh, I can't think of her, her new name now, but uh, are the tag champions and uh, both of them have worked for Angel Dust. Both of them have worked for me in the past, and they're uh, they're great talent. That's awesome. We have uh, we have Daryl Bruff here as our guest here, uh, the uh, leader and owner of uh, Liberty Pro Women's Wrestling. You mentioned that you have a show coming up. Can you let us know when it is, where it is, and if our fans could get tickets, how would they do that? Well, that's the unique thing about us. We do we we just do customs. I don't do any live shows anymore. I have done some in the past. But uh, we do customs. We take match requests. So, you know, want to see Kimberly against Cassandra Golden or Veronica Fairchild against a little bit. And then they kind of tell us what holds, what moves they want to see in the match. And then we take and work around the match. They actually become the booker. And uh, and we, we, we do the match based on that. You know, it's uh, no pornography. I mean, it's 100%. Uh, clothes pro wrestling mm-hmm. in the ring. We don't have mats. We don't wrestle on couches and chairs and and all that. We have a eighteen by eighteen ring that we strictly wrestle in and 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 wrestle only. I I have but, a, uh, one other quick question here, and then uh, I'll let uh, Doug and uh, Granny ask you a few questions. But if if someone wanted to uh, Call the mat. Uh, ask for a match. Let's say that uh, now I may be outstretching this a little bit, but let's say that they wanted to see a battle royal with all the women against the icon, just to watch him get his butt kicked. 
by 14 women. <laughs> is that something that you'd be willing to set up? Uh, I don't know anymore. The icon is known. <laughs> and there's some of them that can kick from butt, let me tell you. Uh, hey, I, I if if if, uh, if any of your fans wrote to you and asked for that, I would come out and do it. But how would our fans? Uh, uh, how do how do fans uh, contact you to set up a match that they want to see? Yeah, that's great. Thank you for asking. Uh, go to our website www of course libertyprowrestling dot com, and we have four four or five tabs on there. And one of them's named Customs. It explains to you how it works, uh, where to send your ideas to, which is me, owner at LibertyProWrestling.com. It gives you the pricing uh, for the for the match. It, it tells you everything you need to know. And, uh, you know, we film as many, have filmed as many as 42 matches in one day before several times. And uh, right now, with our with our startup company, we're filming around twenty a, a time, and you know that, that's not bad. That's 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 a good amount of matches, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Daryl Bruff is our guest here. We got about fifteen minutes here left with uh, with you. So, uh, Doug, Granny, what do you got yes, for sir. our guest? We'll have uh, go ahead, we'll have Doug. Go first, and uh, okay, Doug, hey. what do you got for our guest here? Daryl, how you doing, brother? It's pretty well, Doug Masters. How you doing? I'm doing great, young man. How you doing? Oh, not bad, brother. Not bad. Hey, man, I was I was reading some of your bio you sent me and everything. You talk about um, been around business all your life. Uh, you worked for Eddie Marlin. You know, I worked I worked for the Jarrett's down there in the the early night, late eighties, early nineties. I remember working for Eddie a lot uh, on the road. How did you like working for him? And and uh, tell me some stories about some of your uh, road trips working for him on the spot. Well. I got. I got to tell you, on a scale of one to ten, I'd give Eddie Marlin a fifteen. That's one of the greatest men, personally and professionally, I've ever known. I think the absolute world of Eddie Marlin. And uh, I, I started going to Memphis with Sam Lowe. I don't know if y'all remember Sam Lowe, who eventually becomes Sam Bass, uh, Sam Lowe mm-hmm. Bass, when he's managing Eddie Gilbert. And we were yes, I do. we were good. Sam, of course, now has passed on, and we would go to Memphis every Monday night, and he was taking pictures then, and I would sit. I first started sitting out there with Lance Russell at the ring, and then I got where I was intrigued by all the things going on, wanting to learn, so I got to where I'd sit in the back uh, or at the back of the building but could still see the wrestling with Eddie and and would just talk to Eddie and, and enjoy, you know, the company and the getting to learn more about it and all that. The best story about Eddie, and I learned, we were in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. I remember just like yesterday, and he was swamped at the concession stand. I said, you need my you need my help? He said, Daryl, if you don't mind, I could use your help. I said, well, I'm right here. So I jumped back there and started doing the popcorn, Cokes, or, or actually it was RC Cola. And I learned that night, and I've been in the uh, – food business all my life, 45-year career in the food business. <laughs> and I watched him take a 99-cent, three-liter RC that he bought at Sam's, a cup and a bag of ice, and he would get 21 drinks out of that and sell them for a dollar a piece. 
Wow. Now, I, it had nothing to do with wrestling, but it's one of the best economic things I ever saw. I said, damn, no wonder this man does so well in life. You can take a you can take a a, a, a dollar drink and make twenty one dollars return on it. That's my kind of guy. You know, exactly, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I think uh, I think uh, you know uh, he may have got that idea from uh, Jefferson Davis Hogg on the Dukes of Hazard in the Boyer's Nest. What he used to do is he used to take a bottle of beer, one bottle of beer, uh, split it up into thirty bottles of beer. He would add like a maybe a little shot glass full of beer in one glass and the rest would be, the rest of it would be water and uh that that's what he used to do so maybe he got the idea from that he, he very well might i i don't know uh, awesome. he very well might but i i can tell you he he was he and he still is he won by a man eddie's 88 now uh randy hales has actually moved in with him who used to run and help Jarrett and all them in memphis He's actually moved in with him since his wife passed away, and Eddie's on oxygen, and 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 Randy's there to look after Eddie and and take and help take care of him. Randy was like a son to Eddie. Yeah, I knew, now, them, when you, I knew both of them men very well. And uh, well, I remember when you were you were here, and uh, you know, Thanks. Memphis Memphis was ahead ahead of the game. It was before ECW. And before some of these other places, I mean, uh, it was it was crazy, enjoyable, and if you ever got hooked on it, it was worse than cancer because you couldn't get rid of it. You couldn't wait for TV wrestling each and every week. I tell you what, being one of the boys traveling up down the highways, I, the longest road trip in the, in the territory I worked. Tennessee had one of the longest road trips. I remember going to Jerry Jarrett one day, just kid with him. Asked him if we could get mileage out of our check, you know, because we were putting a lot of mileage there a week on that, you know, a lot of mileage. But I enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah, normally you were in uh, Memphis on Monday night. You were in uh, Louisville Tuesday night, Evansville Wednesday night. Usually did a spot show Thursday night, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes Friday night, or you were in uh, Tupelo, Mississippi. Saturday morning you had TV in Memphis. And then Saturday night you work Nashville, and if you were lucky, you might get Sunday off every once in a while. You hit the you hit the road trip right on the head, brother, right there. That's what we did every week. And uh, it was enjoyable. I mean, I can remember uh, them coming out proud, dressed up like a woman. I mean, uh, Austin yeah. Idol dressed up like he was from Mexico with a mask on, hit Lawler in the head with a plaque that. Lawler won wrestler of the year. I mean it. Uh Adam West being there as Batman when Batman mm-hmm. and Robin, the original Batman and Robin was popular. Uh, Dave Brown, Lance Russell, all the way back on channel thirteen before they uh moved over to channel five. So I, I I'm I'm old, I ain't gonna lie to you, but I, I, I would trade my enjoyable that I've had for nothing. It's it's been phenomenal. That's now, in your in your tenure in the business, when, back in the day when you were wrestling, you know, was uh, Not, was going to, was going to the WWE something that you wanted to do, or were you happy just doing what you were doing? I was happy doing just what I was doing. I, I had no desire to even pursue anything like that. You know, I I just did it for fun. I refereed more than I did anything, actually. 
played commissioner a couple times. Uh, I put on a cowboy hat, and they said I looked like Jr. I never saw it, but uh, I, <laughs> I wish I had some of Jr.'s money right now. But I mean, you know, it's a. Uh, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed anything they needed me to do. I ring announced a lot. I mean, I sell popcorn. I didn't care. I just enjoyed being around. It's. Uh, it was fun. And with your time in the business, who would you say were you most awestruck by meeting in the business? <laughs> You're going to laugh when I tell you this, but one of the people. Well, I you can't say me because that's too easy. Yeah, I know, I know. But probably the uh, one of the most interesting people I met, and I was around 16 years old was George Cannon and the Fabulous Kangaroos, which were Don Ken and Al Costello at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, George Cannon and them were at the Jackson Coliseum every Thursday night for the longest. And uh, I enjoyed meeting that man probably as much as anybody besides Eddie Marlin in, the, uh, in, in my career. I got to tell you, I, I used to run a grocery store, and I'm still in the grocery business on one side or the other i'm on the sales side now but i run a store in jackson tennessee and we sold tickets at my store i ran for eddie marlin them at the coliseum and he would bring tojo with him well tojo had just turned the hill and tojo was a 20 and you probably know this dude uh yeah tojo was 24 7 if he was a hill he was 24 7 hill and, and vice Sorry. versa and he would walk up and down the aisles in the grocery store and literally scare the crap out of every customer <laughs> I had. And I told Eddie, I said, Eddie, you got to get him out of here. I ain't going to have no customers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right there. He would live with he was 24-7, man, but what a nice gentleman he was, man. He was, oh, he was yeah. great. Wasn't he awesome, brother? I mean, y'all told y'all, man. I mean, he was awesome. Always there for you. Always, if he helps you out in any way, you know, give you advice. I was always asking for advice, and, you know, some of them wouldn't. Some of the, nowadays, some of the old-timers won't give you advice, you know. But back then, you know, everybody was just willing for you, just begging for you to ask, you know, ask, yeah. ask you know, how I did or give me some advice on what I need to do and what I did wrong or what I, you know. And they was, geez, oh, yeah, Doug, here's what you do, you know. And it was he was just uh, just awesome, really awesome man. Now, now a guy comes out of training if he even gets trained, and he knows more than uh, uh, oh, yeah. Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee. It's been wrestling for a hundred years each. You know, you're you're right there. You know, and it, it's it, you know it's kind of funny how you mentioned that because uh, you know I I heard that about uh, about him being a when he was a heel he was always a heel and you know. You know, you mentioned him being in the grocery store. I, I can just uh I can just imagine him like going to like the like the express lane at like ten items or less and he'd have like twelve items and they'd say you, you can only have ten and then he would like want to choke out the cashier. You, yeah, I you know, I heard that about him. He would I I remember looking down aisle two and there was this lady and husband there and he just stopped and stared a hole through him. And I remember him getting their buggy and kind of rushing up the aisle to get away from him. He just stared at him. I mean, he didn't do nothing. And he was in his wooden shoes. That was even funnier. I mean, there he was yeah. in the street clothes, but he was in his wooden shoes. 
He probably had to wear them to get the five six, so he wasn't very. Uh, yeah. They wasn't very. He wasn't all very all tall. Uh-uh. That is awesome. Uh, we have uh, 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 Mr. Bruff here with us. We had about five minutes here left with you, and you know, I uh, I sent you a uh, you know I sent you a uh, address. Uh, you know, uh, all, all our fans know this is this is coming just because I have an ego and everything, and we love our fans. We want to start giving, doing some giveaways and stuff. But, you know, if you'd be able to send us some autographs and stuff for giveaways, whatever you can do for us, we sure would appreciate it. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can do that and, and send them to you all the way up there in beautiful, cold Fargo, North Dakota. You know, it's funny you mentioned how cold it is uh, tomorrow – it's supposed to be 60 below zero tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can Let keep it, it Icon. You can keep it. Mm-hmm. I live in Arkansas, well, uh, and it's uh, cold uh, here tonight. But, I mean, but we're not, well, we're course, not having the minus temperatures. It, of course we're going to keep it. But if you if you guys decide that you want any of this stuff, uh, no. I'll, I'll gladly, I'll gladly no. send it to you. No. Absolutely well, I, can, not. I, I think you sent some of it my way because here in New York we're supposed to get uh, – Almost another foot tomorrow of, of snow. So uh, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for sending that. Uh, you can keep that snow big swing. <laughs> yeah, you are welcome. So real quick here, uh, Daryl, before uh, we uh, head out here, uh, one, one more time, uh, if you want to let us know uh, how our fans can check you out, uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a YouTube, you got a big website. What do you got out there? Tell us about it. Well, we're actually not on uh, YouTube anymore. They're they're getting hard to operate with, but we're on uh, Vimeo. Is that how you pronounce it? V-I-M-E-O? Yep. We have a page on there, and uh, I have a webmaster. He's a lot smarter than I am. I'll be the first one to tell you. uh, He does the whole state of Mississippi for the the government, so uh, he's, he's a smart guy for sure. And uh, but he he looks out that stuff. We do have Instagram, uh, we have Facebook, uh, we have uh, our website. Like I said, is uh, of course you know the three W's, but it's LibertyProWrestling.com. dot com. We don't we did we cut the name a little short. We didn't put the uh, women's in there, but it's just Liberty Pro Wrestling. Uh, we have all of our matches on there. There's a, like a thirty to forty second clip. Of every match, so you can see it. Three or four or five pictures that go along with each match. Uh, it's a it's a neat concept. We have guys that want to see certain things. They buy the match. We get them their copy of the match back to them first, and then we simply put the match on uh, where people can buy it and download it. And most of our matches, probably ninety percent of them now, I've, I've kept below ten dollars. They're nine ninety nine, and uh, and that's usually ten to uh, ten to fifteen minutes of action. I mean, we have bloody matches. We have pile drivers. I mean, we we have it all. We go outside the ring. We have a camel clutch champion. We have one guy every month that buys a camel clutch uh, match, and he has his own champion. So interesting matches. I, I have to admit, and uh, uh, when I get a chance, I'll send you a couple matches so you can see them, so you know exactly what we're all about. And uh, you, uh, 
I, I you know, I'd be willing to pay for it if I have to, but uh, you know, maybe uh, you could give the icon a, a, a match for free. I have a, I have a great idea for match that. I, and I know what you guys are thinking is probably going to be something, but it's it's going it's it, you know it's going to be entertaining, and I guarantee you everybody's going to want to buy this thing because the icon came up with it. All right. And if they, they don't, uh, and if they if you if you don't sell a lot of copies of it, I'll pay you double. I'll make Fair that enough. bet with you right now. All right, that's the deal. Well, uh, we have our next guest here calling in here shortly. So, uh, 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 Daryl, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us. And we will definitely have you on again. And I will be in contact with you this week. And uh, we can work out getting uh, some of uh, your female superstars on with us. That that sounds great. Be glad to do it. Uh, enjoyed it very much. And uh I'll hop back off the phone and, and listen to some more of the show. I've enjoyed every bit of it. Thank you, Daryl. Awesome. You, you have a great night. Thanks. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Have a great one. Thank you. Awesome. So that was great. Darryl, that, was, that was real interesting. Yes. Uh, so. And it's always good to see women's wrestling um, put to the forefront as well. I think it, it, it doesn't give, get nearly as much or nearly enough uh, credit that it deserves in, in certain avenues. So it's always good to see somebody doing something for for them in that regard. But um, Now, Icon, I do have to ask you, though, we do have another caller coming in. Um, the the Royal Rumble last night, your, your overall thoughts on it? It was uh, – I, I liked it. I thought it was very – I thought it was good. But it was predictable, but I really enjoyed it. Who do you, and, and real quick, we're going to make a quick prediction bet, a quick, uh, you know, I know you're a betting man, and we do have the other caller on, but uh, who is Seth Rollins going to choose? Is it going to be Brock Lesnar or Daniel Bryan? No, it's going to be Daniel Bryan because uh, Brock Lesnar is still going to get Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. They're, they're milking it till then. Ah, well, let's see. We're going to find out in about 10 minutes here on Raw. Uh, the other caller is on the line, I believe, 204 number. Yep. That's it. Uh, they are patched through. Icon, do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, he is our second combatant of the night. This guy gives new meaning to word pain. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Travis Cole. Hey, man, how are you? How's it going, guys? Hey, was how you doing? the best introduction you've ever had or what? <laughs> it's up there. Awesome. See you guys. I, I I am the best at what I do. So real quick here, Travis, what we like to do is after uh, our our guests get the best ring introduction they've ever had, we have them give us a little background about themselves, then we ask them the questions. So tell us a little bit about yourself, then we'll talk to you. Uh, sure. Um, obviously, my name's Travis Cole. I've been wrestling for oh, eight years now. I got my start in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, I've since relocated. I've lived uh, across Canada and as well as in the United States, um, primarily performing right now up in Canada. I'm splitting time between Western and Eastern Canada. Uh, I trained with Lance Storm originally, 
And uh, that's that's about the start of my uh, of my career. But I'll let you guys ask all the the in depth questions. But that gives you kind of a basic uh, <laughs> look at who I am. All right, uh, Travis Cole is our guest here. We got about uh, uh, twenty six minutes here left with you. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. I will let uh, Doug and Granny ask you. But the first thing I'm going to ask you, as a wrestler, are you uh, a baby face? A heel, an in-betweeny, or are you letting the crowd decide what you're going to be that night? An in-betweeny, I like that. That's the first time I've ever heard that. I think I might use that. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, I, I like the idea of what you said. It's more of a, more of what, what the people decide, you know. Generally speaking, today, nowadays, people like – people. what people are looking for is a little bit different. So I feel like people choose – people choose whether to like or hate somebody and the the criteria is a little bit different than what it used to be. So, I mean, I just go, I do my thing. Some people like me, some people don't. It seems like these days more people like me than don't. I guess maybe I've earned the respect of, uh, of, of the fans and my peers, but uh, it seems like these days I'm more liked than not, but I've never had a problem uh, getting booed out of a building either. I'm you're, you're more than welcome to cheer me or boo me. So, <laughs> Well, there, there you go. He's, uh, he's, he's a fan favorite, and uh, he's, uh, he's one of the icons' favorites as well. Uh, and I know you know this because the icon made you probably the coolest collector's card of yourself you've ever had, right? I loved that. I made sure to immediately save that. I think I may have to uh, get permission to reproduce that and sell that as merchandise. <laughs> as a matter of fact, you have my permission to do that. Just that if anybody asks you who made it, you, you give the icon some kudos. That's all I ask. Well, let me tell you, I've got one of the most impressive merch tables around. So if you're being added to my merch table, then, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's good both ways for the both of us. <laughs> now, now, speaking of your merch table, uh, that's, that's going to bring my next question before we, before we get into this. Uh, do you think you'd be willing to send us some autographs for some giveaways for our fans and myself? I think we could probably do that. It's funny, perfect timing too. You know, I just, just the other day went down to the, to the print shop and picked up a bunch of new eight by tens. I did a couple of new photo shoots. So I actually have some extras kicking around. So I think that's something we could probably work out. So now as a, as a, as, as your time in the business, have you uh, been with uh, several, you've mentioned you've been with several different uh, promotions, but have you, uh, been a champion any of these uh have you are you going after a championship are you in line or are you still a little off on that yet uh absolutely uh i've i've for the past probably at least the better part of half of the decade i i really really was traveling across north america for a long time so i was working for a lot of different wrestling companies and and uh a lot of times my first time in uh, to new companies and stuff. I was, uh, I wasn't necessarily, you know, some, some wrestlers mm. you hear, they, they, they work for the same two, three, four companies, uh, in, in, in a specific area or whatnot. But for a long time I was, I'd be at a different company every weekend and I might not be at the same one for two, three months. So, uh, a lot of times I was just coming in and, and wrestling whoever the, whoever they wanted me to for the night. And that was great. Um, now I'm settled a little bit more in Canada right now. Um, so I right now I'm challenging for a 
RCW Heavyweight Championship in Edmonton. That one just popped to my head because it was in my, my feed as I was contacting you guys about coming onto the show there. Just as you were sending me a message, I got a, I got a message about a big championship match that I have in just a couple of weeks. Uh, I am the current Primo's Heavyweight Champion based out of Eastern Canada in Manitoba. And there's probably some others I've forgotten about as well, to be honest. <laughs> now, now here's the good news. Any yeah. guest that we've had on our show that has went for a title after they've been on our show, whether it be a couple weeks or a couple months or what have you, they've always won. And I'm proud to announce that we are now 430 and 0. And, of course, some oh, of those wow. have been multiple, multiple wins by multiple uh, wrestlers. But you cannot let us down. You that, have that's, to be that's, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Oh. 431 is a big number. Uh, uh, we're going to take a, a quick time out here. Then uh, we'll let uh, Granny and uh, Doug and Big Swing ask you a few things. Uh, then I'm going to ask you the tough questions. But uh, the icon has sent you a script. Uh, for a little liner, we're going to go ahead and take care of that now. Uh, if you're ready, I'll count you down for five, and we'll go ahead and take care of that real quick. I think we could probably do that. All right, here we go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Travis Cole. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, Bobby Swing, and Randy Oakley. That's awesome. That's, a, hey, uh, that's amazing. Uh, Granny, Doug, uh, Granny Doug, what do you got for our guests here? Well, this is Granny Hulkster, and just so you know, I am not a wrestler. I am just a huge fan of this sport that we call wrestling. I've been a fan for many years. Of course, I've been, th- been thrown in the ring a few times, you know, because I don't like the heels. Granny gives well, a lot of smack to the heels. I can well, with talk a name a like Hulkster, I would expect you'd have to be a huge fan. <laughs> well, yes, I I am, and I, I and I love doing what I do, and I love making it fun for the other fans of the show. So, a couple of questions. Um, you know, you always hear about everybody talking about how fake wrestling is, and I was at a show one time in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And this little boy had this poster: "Wrestling mm-hmm. is real, people are fake." What's your opinion about that? <laughs> uh, I would say. <laughs> that I would probably use the exact same line, but uh, I would say that you could apply that to the entire world. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. I think every, th- there, there's an epic, there, there's a, uh, <laughs> there's a certain case to be made that everything is a work. Everything is fake. You know what I mean? So, Oh yeah, yeah, uh, all, true. But when it comes down to it, all that matters is what you believe in the moment, and I think that's what the great thing about pro wrestling is: is it's not about what's fake and what's real. It's what you believe in the moment. And I feel like, for whatever reason, with our business, people seem to think that people jump on that a lot quicker when there's a million other kinds of quote-unquote fake entertainment, movies, television, etc where mm. nobody's no, you're, you're, not, you're not sitting there watching game of thrones saying that Jon snow is fake you're just enjoying the entertainment for what it is you jump when a major character is killed you know you get happy when your romantic couple joins up so why is it any different with wrestling so that's where i think it's really beautiful when we have wrestling fans such as yourself who are able to still get lost in that moment and enjoy it for what it is and that's uh well, the best kind of entertainment that's, that's true that's true 
yeah, I, I had the the pleasure to get to meet um, Ron Simmons and Tony Atlas over the weekend at a meet and greet in Roland, Oklahoma. Oh. And Ron Simmons, when he signed my picture, he signed it to a real fan, and he told me, he says, Granny, he says, you are that type of fan we don't see anymore, you know, at, at shows. You know, you are that type of, you know, that diehard fan that just, you know, booze, cheers. You know, I mean, he gave me the the nicest compliment, and I was so humbled by that, you know, because, mm-hmm. I mean, to meet somebody like Ron Simmons, I mean, you know, you just don't get to do that every single day. And I was very honored and privileged to get to meet both of the, and they had a, a female wrestler by the name of Scarlett who used to wrestle up in Kansas where I used to live. Mm-hmm. And she recognized my name. She says, you are famous up there, Granny. <laughs> you are famous. You know, and I was very humbled by that because, like I said, I have a lot of friends in this business who I consider family. And mm-hmm. I love, like I said, I love the sport. I love doing what I do. And it was just such a such a true honor to to meet people like them, you know, to get to meet people like them. It was just amazing. I'll tell you one thing too. I I was actually very lucky to get to do a oh somewhere around a thirty day tour with Ron Simmons last year. He traveled with traveled with us on the road for thirty days, and uh, if he's giving out compliments like that, then he means that he's a total sweetheart. But he he shoots straight from the hip and. Uh, Ron Simmons is a wonderful guy. So if he's he's if he's telling you you're legit, you're legit. Well, I was very humbled by that, and that was a true that was a true honor for me. I mean, I've let I've met a lot of big time stars, but I tell you that was just such an honor for him to say what he said. You know, I Absolutely. was just I was totally amazed. So he's what you got, back. Doug? Hey, brother, how you doing? It's pretty boy, Doug Masters. I'm doing really well. Thank you. How are you? Oh, not bad, not bad. Yeah, you mentioned we'll go a little bit about yourself. Uh, I don't know, I might have missed you or not. Uh, who trained you? Who broke you into the business? Uh, when I originally trained, I trained in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and that was with Lance Storm. Lance Storm, okay. Yeah, I remember. Uh, uh, I remember him real well. You talk about all your uh, all your uh, organizations you work for. Right off the top of your head, can you name maybe your favorite one that you worked for and why? The favorite promotion I've worked for? Yeah, and why? Oh, that's very difficult. I mean, I have to – I mean, anyone who knows my history knows that I have to go with – I don't work with them anymore, um, but I was with a company called Canadian Wrestling's Elite for about five years. And with them, I toured – we would do 10, 20, 30, 30-plus 30 day tours three, four times a year, uh, we were running probably 150 dates a year. And so, and with, with some of the best talent from all over the world, whether it was Japan, uh, Europe, Canada, the U S past names like Jake Roberts and Ron Simmons, like we mentioned before. So, I mean, it'd be, I've worked for a lot of great companies, but that one is one that I worked for for such a long time and it's so closely tied with my career so far that it'd be really, really hard not to to put them at the top of the list. Um, currently, right now, I'm I'm wrestling all over the place. Um, there's just so many great companies I work for. Um, 
There's a company that I work for out in Winnipeg that's really, really great now. It's called uh, Premier Championship Wrestling. It's where Kenny Omega got his start. In fact, a lot of the filming for his upcoming documentary with uh, ESPN that got announced recently was done at a show of ours recently. So um, that's, that's, that's a company that right now I absolutely love working for. Awesome. And they're actually not... Yeah. Uh, Travis Cole is our guest here. We have uh, about 15 minutes here left with you. One thing I like to do is um, I'm known for, uh, you know, putting wrestlers on the spot and asking them the tough stuff after they went through the easy stuff. So I'm going to ask you a couple uh, tough questions here. Sure, let's do it. As a wrestler, we all know that the big dance is the WWE and all or most wrestlers uh, strive to get there. Now, I've asked every single wrestler that we've had on uh, in the independent sense this question, and none of them has ever answered it the same way, so I'm going to put it to you. If you get to the WWE, you know, basically they control every aspect of your life. They tell you what you can do, where you can go, this, that, and the other. As an independent, you control your own destiny and do what you want. Now, if the WWE, two-part question, if the WWE were to call you up and offer you that million-dollar contract, is that something you'd want to do and would love to do, or do you want to stay independent? And the second part of that question, if you do get that big contract, are you still going to be friends with us and not big-timers? <laughs> well, do I have to answer in order? Because the second part's a lot easier than the first one. <laughs> sure. Just like Absolutely. 20, just like 21, you, can I take the second part first? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, well, the first part's such an easy question because – Anybody who would answer otherwise, like you, you don't lose yourself when you gain an opportunity like that. You know, you still need to remember where you came from and and treat people as people. Some people so, do though. You'd just be surprised. Because, Some people do. Oh, oh, trust me, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I would not be surprised. <laughs> I've been doing this long enough that wouldn't surprise me in the least. But that doesn't mean it's okay. I although I should say, like nowadays, it seems people are a little bit more. Uh, uh, such a just such a great crew of, of people coming up in the business now and I think I think because there's such a premium on coming through the route now like what, what you just talked about we're coming through the Indies to get to get to those top spots that it's now uh, earned not that it wasn't before but it's it's really really earned you're paying your dues in a different kind of way so I feel like it's instilled in a lot of people a sense of uh, humble and a sense of gratefulness more so than uh, people who may or may not have been handed opportunities. Um, now that's now that said, anybody who's ever given an opportunity, I'm the first person to say never to judge somebody just because they were given an opportunity. Um, it's what you do with an opportunity. So you hear all the time about people who are given opportunities that maybe. Uh, others think they don't deserve because they didn't come up a certain way or what have you. And it's, I always use the example, if, if, if I presume you guys are wrestlers, if you're a wrestler and you're not, but presume you're a wrestler, if you're a wrestler and you got offered that million dollar contract, you mentioned your first day out of wrestling school, you're probably going to take it. Right. 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 It's, it's an amazing, it's it's an amazing opportunity. So most people are going to take the opportunity. So it's what you do with an opportunity that counts. But I have noticed that since there has been more of a premium, it seems on people really having to earn earn their opportunities. That there's a, more of a sense of uh, of gratefulness when those opportunities come, which I think is great. 
Um, and as far as, as far as myself goes, um, I mean, I'd have to be foolish not to consider it, right? <laughs> Anybody would. Um, that was always the dream for me. Uh, that's always what I wanted to do. I mean, I've been a, I've been a fan as long as I can remember. And when I say that, I, I literally mean as long as I can remember in the sense of like, I was watching when I was three, four years old. So I, I don't even know when I started because it's, it's just been my entire life. So that has always been the dream. Uh, nowadays, there's more, more ways to do this that are, you know, and be successful that um, I think it's silly to have blinders on. You know what I mean? I, uh, if you had asked me that question a few years ago, I would have said absolutely in a heartbeat, not even, not even hesitated. Um, and I think that is just because I've changed as a person in my life. And so now for me, it's about the journey that comes along. So there's a million different companies right now. There's a million places to go and be creative and make money and be happy that I'm not saying I wouldn't go in a heartbeat if they called me right now, but it's not, it's not, the be all end all where like if I don't get there by this time, you know you, you know what I mean? Does that kind of make sense? It does. Yeah. It does. It feel, does. I feel like there's that pressure where you're comparing yourself. <laughs> where you're like, I have to get there by this time or I'm failing or something like that. I don't feel like there's that pressure anymore because I don't think that not going there is failure anymore. That's not to say that I don't want to go there. Like I said, it's always been the dream and I love it and and whatnot but I don't think it's as black and white as it used to be. There's so many places that one can go and be successful now. And so I just, I enjoy the dream day by day. Like I said, I get to live, I get to do this for a living. I get to travel all over the place and do this. It's what I always wanted to do. So I just take it day by day and I'm, I'm enjoying the ride through the uh, destination. Tell us on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we have, we have about 10 left with you. Uh, I'm going to ask one more question. and We'll let uh, big spring chime in here. Uh, now, when you're wrestling, now I, I asked uh, about your 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 heel babyface status, but uh, your wrestling style. Uh, are you yes. a technical wrestler? Are you a high flyer? Uh, or are you do you have that grunty style like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? What is your wrestling style? Tell me. Um, it's kind of interesting that you asked me that because um, for a long time I just wrestled and that was me. Like I did. I wrestled the way I was taught to wrestle, the way I liked to wrestle. You know, I just, I just, I never really gave it that, that kind of thought. And then um, I've always been, generally speaking, one of the bigger guys you'd find, especially on an independent event. Um, I'm about six one, and at some points I was hovering around two thirty. So that's 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 bigger than most guys you're gonna gonna see on a on a, on an average event, at least at least the ones that I go to. Um, but I started to think about it and especially in the area I was working in, it seemed to be trending into mm. a lot more, a lot more heavyweights. It seems like heavyweights in again, which is great. But I, I, I just thought to myself, you know, there's five, six, seven guys here who are six, five, six, six, who are 300 pounds, 270 pounds, 265 pounds, you know, and I can either be the, the, the fifth biggest guy here or I can change things up a little bit. So recently, actually, I have been trying to change things up a little bit. I've changed my, my training style. Uh, I've, I've leaned out and dropped probably 15 pounds or so. 
um, and I've changed my in-ring style a little bit. Um, and I'm just trying to basically my, I, I feel like I can, I can wrestle any style you ask me to. If, if you need me to go out there, if I, if I need, if my opponent needs me to go out there and I got to fight my opponent, I'm going to fight him. If I need to wrestle him, I'm going to wrestle him. If I need to, I'm probably not going to go to uh, a 450 to the floor or something like that. But if you need me to fly, I guess I can fly. But the biggest thing for me is when I go to an event and I look at the fans in the crowd, I want to, I want to know what they haven't seen. What can I do tonight that they are not going to, that they're not going to see from everybody else here. And that can be, that could be my style. That can be what I'm, you know, how I carry myself that night, however that is, how I talk, whatever. But the biggest thing for me is I, I like to look at it and see what aren't people, what aren't people getting right now. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, Big Sweet, what do you got? Uh, he, he well, was, I got, he said he had, um, he had said he had trained with uh, Lance Storm. So you kind of take a swing. Hold on, hold on. Let me get closer to the microphone here. It's the did, beauty uh, of radio studios. I'm doing did I, can you guys hear me? I don't know yeah, what happened. Here. I'm here. Okay. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah I can um, hear you guys now. I lost yeah. you for a minute there. No, no problem. Um, he had said uh, that he had trained with Lance Storm. I can you kind of. You kind of had my question there. I was going to ask, you know, if training with Lance Storm had made him more in the technical department. But uh, I guess the main thing now would be, you know, um, you talk about you're all over the place with style and with, with, you know, personality and things, depending on what they need. Uh, Lance Storm was probably the most even-keeled I I had ever seen. I I, I could not – picture him being a heel i couldn't picture him being a face i just kind of you know i remember the whole i remember the whole stone stone cold boring storyline with him and all that but i do know that he was a hell of a technical wrestler um i would say through your training with him we've already learned now about style uh what's the number one thing that you had picked up uh while training with him uh as somebody that had been in multiple big time companies like wcw and wwe uh, and and obviously one of the the top names. Um, what, what what's like the main thing that you learned and that you carry with you that Lance taught you? Oh wow, that's a great question. Actually, uh, it's, it's kind of funny because it seems to change all the time, in the sense of like two 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 weeks from now, I could be I could be going somewhere and uh, and a light bulb could go off over something that he said to me eight years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it seems to change all the time. You know, when I first started with him, he's such a perfectionist. Um, so you're just, it's, it's funny. You're just worrying about doing everything correctly when you first start, because just to give you an idea, and you can probably picture this in your head, but if you get a, that was, you know, okay. Or uh, that was, that was fine. That's, that's kind of high praise. Him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That means you did it correctly. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say high praise, but just in a sense of like, he, he's not, you're not going to see a lot of emotion in that sense. He's very matter of fact, and he has very high standards. I remember, I remember when I was training with him, uh, there was a lot of guys who were there that maybe weren't the most athletic in the world. And Lance would go do his warmups with everybody and he would run and he would, and I remember I used to try to challenge, this is crazy to say, but at, 40 years old or whatever he was at the time, late 30s, 
he was performing better than most of the athletes that were 20 years old there that were training. And I remember I used to challenge myself to beat his times all the time. I was like that he was the guy that he was the guy to beat despite the fact that he'd been wrestling for 20 years. That's what a great athlete he was and how great a shape he was in. And uh, so with, with Lance, when I first started with him, that was more the, the was more of the thing, just making sure I was doing everything right. And then as you learn more about the business, as you get out and travel more, you start to learn more. I remember the first time I went out and worked for a company that filmed for TV. I immediately, when I, when I came back, when I was still living in Calgary at the time, I remember I came to him and started asking him all kinds of questions about that. Something I wouldn't have even thought to ask him about when I first started out, obviously, because when you're learning how to, when you're learning how to wrestle, you're not worrying about where the, where the cameras are or this or that. So that's kind of the great thing with him is that over the years I've kind of maintained enough of a I, I had maintained enough of a relationship with him that I would go in and I could I could pick like little different things from him, but um, I think the biggest thing I carry with me is just respect, respect for the fans, respect for my peers, and respect for the art form that we're doing. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself and my performances, um, and I think a lot of that comes from him. Like I said, there's that immediate drill for perfection that I had in me from training with him because he was, I mean, this is a man who at 40 years old could still run across the ring and leap to the top rope and land on the top rope from the ground. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, and make it look effortless. So there was this, this automatic, like, that, that's, I think that took away the most from training with him. You know, he, he taught me the moves. He taught me all of this and that. But it's, it's respect, and it's respect for people, respect for the art and respect for my craft. And do you still have uh, contact with him? Maybe you can hook us up with him if you do. Uh, I talk to Lance every once in a while, actually. Uh, I recently was doing a show in Winnipeg, and we were supposed to have uh, mm-hmm. Stan Hansen come in for, uh, for an appearance. He was going to come in and sign autographs and appear at a show. And uh, poor Stan got uh, stuck in a blizzard and got stuck, I want to say, in Minnesota or something like that. This would have been... Uh, probably April of last year, I think was the last time I saw Lance and he came in and bailed us out last minute. This happened on a Friday night. Stan Hansen got blizzarded in. And uh, by the next morning, Lance was there and he did a, he showed up at a show. He did a signing. He, he did a seminar. He was just all over the city on last minute. So I see Lance every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll send him a text and when I'm in town and see if I can swing by the school. Um, but yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, yeah, if you could, uh, pass my information to him, you know, I, I, I've been trying to get him on my show as well, or our show actually. Uh, yeah, we have, uh, Travis Cole here, uh, is our guest. We have two minutes left here, uh, before uh, we let you go. And I know you, you're doing that vigorous training. I know you're doing those hundred sit-ups and a hundred push-ups and, uh, drinking three raw eggs before you go to bed tonight. I know you're doing that, but if our, (laughs) You know, if our fans uh, wanted to uh, check you out and follow you, uh, you got a uh, you got a website, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got an Instagram, you got a Facebook. What do you got? Absolutely. Um, I actually have a uniform across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I had enough foresight to try to do that. Uh, you can find me on any of the social media uns as uh, the Travis Cole, just the word T-H-E, Travis Cole. That was the only way I could get my name in on all three where it was available. <laughs> so just, you can reach me on, on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Travis Cole, Twitter, Instagram, 
if by some reason hearing this interview made somebody want to book me, you can even email me, thetraviscole at gmail.com. So uh, if anybody needs to get in contact with me, any of those would be great. Um, I'm pretty active, I would say, on all of them at the very least. Sometimes, I, sometimes I'll disappear, but I'm always on them. <laughs> so if anyone wants to get a hold of me, absolutely, social media, please. All right, and uh, I did send you an address. Uh, if you could, uh, of course, send one autograph uh, signed to the icon and uh, four others, whatever you can do for us, we sure would appreciate it. And uh, we do thank you for taking time out of your schedule today. And uh, you've been awesome, and uh, we will definitely have you on again, uh, especially after you win the title, so uh, we can celebrate our 431st victory. Absolutely. You know, like, like, as you guys said, I got the pressure on me now that, uh, that gentleman that I'm challenging for the title just won it a couple of weeks ago. So I'll be his first defense. So, and we've never wrestled before. So there's already that kind of pressure there. So now you guys have just added all that extra hype and pressure on it. So I just know that it's going to be a killer match now. And it's, and I got to give credit to you guys for that. You and got remember, this, Travis. Were, we got faith yeah. in you. Yeah, the next time you're up in uh, Winnipeg, you know, that's not too far from me. Uh, Let me know. I'll see if I can uh, get over the border, come up and see you. Maybe we can uh, become a tag team because, you know, I got a mask, but I usually just break it out on the weekend. But uh, if you want to get into tag team, uh, give me a call. We'll do it. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll take the last second then to plug an upcoming show I have in Winnipeg. I'm going to be there on – I'm going to be there on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. It's a Friday night. It's with PCW. It's uh, you can find them on Twitter at PCW Legacy or PCWAction.com. It's going to be featuring the uh, Western Canadian debut of former Ring of Honor World Champion Dalton Castle. So he's going to be coming wow. all the way up to Winnipeg. <laughs> Poor guy. He doesn't know what he's in for yet, but uh, he's heading up to Winnipeg. And uh, so that's going to be a good show. So uh, I believe you're based in North Dakota, if, I, if I'm correct. Right. And uh, I will admit, uh, of all the uh, cities in Canada, uh, I dislike the most. Uh, don't hate me for this, but uh, I don't like Winnipeg because of the Winnipeg Gold Eyes. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I'm in Calgary right now because I hate the Winnipeg weather. So <laughs> there, it is something crazy like minus 46 degrees there right now. So yeah, wow. here minus, in Calgary, it's supposed to, be, supposed to be minus 60 here tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, I just, I needed to get away for a little bit, but I used to do that drive through Fargo and Grand Forks every weekend, wrestling down in, in Minnesota and Wisconsin and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, you should uh, definitely hit me up. Come on up, check out the show. It's uh, hey, hey, five, out, five hours for me. If you're, if you're through North Dakota, you, you better contact me because we'll hang out all, uh, I'll uh I'll hit, I'll get you all the hot spots. I'll introduce you all the gals I know down here. All oh, that sounds them. like a great <laughs> all one of them. It can't be that sure. bad. I've stayed in Fargo a few times. <laughs> well, I, I can't I can't give away all. Now, Icon, um, are, are they pre-op or post-op? That's my question. You guys here? the hell 
All right. Well, we are back on. I'm not 100% sure uh, exactly what happened. Um, if you guys do hear, or if you can still hear us, um, that's great. But for some reason, the Blog Talk radio um, airwaves just completely paused. Like, I mean, the show timer is still running, but there is no sound coming in or out. Um, I mean, let me try playing something. <laughs> That works. Those clips still work. Um, not exactly sure what happened here. Hang on. I'm back, but I'm not sure what happened to Icon and Big Swing. And there it is, Granny. Are you here? I'm here. Uh, all right. I honestly have no idea what happened. That just, like... That was weird. I, I t- yeah, it just went completely, like, silent, and there were no, like, you couldn't hear anything. I, like, I couldn't hear... Huh? I I could... I The last thing, you know, Icon was starting to say something, and then he... And then it sounded like he, you know, disconnected, and I was like, okay, where did everybody go? I'm here, and... Then somehow I got disconnected, and are we all back, huh. or is it just you and I? Well, Icon is back on the line with us now, I believe. Icon, are you here? Yeah, what happened? I don't all know. Right. And, and Doug Masters is back. I, I, You know, honestly, I'm not, I'm not 100%. It was one of those things where, like, everything just kind of froze up and went quiet, um, and right. I couldn't hear any... Like, I couldn't hear any audio coming in or out. I mean, I can hear now, um, but that's why I played the, uh, the heart commercial real quick, just to see if I could hear anything, uh, and I could. I just couldn't hear the audio. So it, it appears <laughs> like everything's back up and running again. That was a weird glitch. That was weird. That was weird. So, and our guest is on, so let's just go right to him, all right? Yeah, no hey, not, now that we're on, why not? Yeah, go ahead. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle after a brief delay. Ladies and gentlemen, he's our third combatant of the night. He is our 24-karat gold guest. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Dusty Gold. Hey, Dusty, how are you? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Now, tell me, was that not the best in-ring introduction you've ever had? That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I might have to take you uh, along with me and uh, have you do that every time. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's on our end or your end, but uh, when you talk, it sounds like someone's trying to pull style like they used to have on those old rotary dial phones. Oh no! Uh, let me go in. Yeah, that's really strange. Hang on a second. Hold on a minute. Okay. Yep. It's definitely his line because I just muted him and it's not doing it anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, Dusty, you want to call back or should I call you? Uh, if you can call me. Can you guys hear me better? All right, I'll, uh, I, 
I think I got your number here. Hold on a second. Let me make sure before uh, we just connect you. Hold on a second. I can. I can text it to you if you need me to. I don't want to say it over the air. Okay, I got it. Hold on a second. Dusty, I'm going to call you real quick, all right? All right. All right, hold on. That was weird. I don't know what's going on with Vlog Talk tonight. If it's like a, maybe it's those negative temperatures up there in Fargo that's uh, messing everything up. The weather, maybe it's the weather or something. I don't know, but it's it's really weird. That's the first time I think I've ever seen that. I mean, I'm not a huge Vlog Talk radio fan anyway, but I mean, it's the number one platform for internet podcasting, so. We're good. You got it. We got him. Uh, okay, so uh, Dusty, now that uh, we've had all these little technical difficulties, uh, and we've uh, we've given you the best ring introduction you've ever had, uh, we like to uh, have our guests give us a little background about themselves, and we ask them the tough questions. So tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll talk to you. We got about thirty-three minutes here left with you. Okay. Uh, well, for those that don't know who I am, I'm the standard Dusty Gold. Uh, I've been traveling more and more lately uh most people know me from my oklahoma days um and uh now i've really branched out to texas a lot uh going to the uk this next year uh i've got tons of countless things i've been to jersey um from i've gone west coast and east coast uh kind of learning the craft and bettering my skills and getting new new challenges and overcoming them so so in your uh in your ten uh your tenure in the business to this point have you uh went after any titles are you going after any titles uh i'm i'm currently the soar uh ultimate eight uh champion which was first won in the uk uh by barrett brown and i actually defeated barrett for it and uh I just actually defended it this last Saturday. Uh, that's the title I currently hold. I've, I've won anywhere from the IZW Impact Division Championship to the NAW Heavyweight Championship twice. I've won um, first ever light heavyweight championship there. I was the last U.S. champion for UWE. I was the first Apex champion for the UWE. Um I've also won countless other titles in Texas as well. That's really cool. Now, um, when when you wrestle, would you consider yourself a uh, a babyface, a heel, an in betweeny, or are you a more of a let the crowd decide what you're going to be? Uh, I am a face. I am usually the super face. I'm like uh, like John Cena of the Indies. So I usually get over really easy. Um, kids love me, women love me, and guys are skeptical at first, and then they see me wrestle, and they enjoy my talent in the ring, so they end up in becoming fans as well. So, uh, just overall, I'm always face. Um, just that's what I enjoy being. My whole motto is inspire, motivate, dominate. So, well, you know, you know, it's funny how you mentioned how uh, girls love you. I, I have the same problem, so you and I are in the same boat there. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask you uh, an- another question. We'll let uh, Granny and uh, Doug Masters and Big Swing uh, jump in here. Then I'm going to ask you the tough questions. But uh, before we do that, real quick, we're going to take a quick timeout uh, so we can get this in. Uh, I sent you a script uh, to do a uh, promo for us. 
So we're going to go ahead and take care of that now if you are ready to do that. Yeah. Um, are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm going to count you down. Ready? Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is the standard Dusty Gold. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with your host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. Now, uh, you know, as a wrestler, uh, you obviously have a finishing maneuver. I forgot to ask our previous guest this because uh, we ran out of time. But uh, tell us uh, what your uh, finishing maneuver is, the name of it, and uh, wh- how it uh, how it's applied or what goes into it. Um, well, my main finishing move that I've used for countless years is the Gold Rush. Uh, it is a front face lock face buster. Um, basically I take their head and their arm and I use my momentum with the swing of my right foot to lay them out while I lay out to slam their face into the mat. Um, my currently, my new one that I've actually done is a, uh, I do a different way to set it up, but it is a spear. Um, ideally I end up going around and turning them around and spinning them basically to give them uh, a little bit loopy as I hit the ropes to get more momentum, and then I gut them in half. That is awesome. And uh, Big Swinger liked that because uh, his all-time favorite wrestler is Edge, who uh, used to be the spear, but we know that you actually do the spear better than the Edge does. Uh, Big Swing, we'll get back to that in just one second. Uh, Granny, Doug, what you guys got? Go ahead, because you know what, Icon? Dusty Gold and Granny, we we are very good friends. I mean, I have watched this young man wrestle numerous times at NAW, UWE, WFC. He is amazing. So I pretty much, pretty much know Dusty Gold's history. I mean, you know, he mentioned about Barrett Brown, who is also a, another personal friend of mine through wrestling for many years. So I'm going to let the pleasure of Doug Masters um, ask some questions. How you doing, Dusty, okay, by the Doug, way? what do you got? Did we lose Doug? Well, he's still listed as being, like, on, but, yeah, he, it's not coming through. So, Granny, you might just want to ask him. I don't know if Doug got cut off during the whole uh, technical glitch that we had there. I I mean, he's welcome if you're still listening to the call back in, but I, I don't see him on here right now. Okay, okay. Well, Dusty, first of all, how have you been? I mean, we've been missing you in Oklahoma, and I know you've been busy wrestling everywhere. Um, it's been one of your most memorable matches. My One of my most memorable matches. Oh, I'd have to say... Um, I still think me and Double D was an instant classic uh, at WFC. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still one of my favorites. Uh, I really enjoy working D and beating the snot out of them. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, when he's the definition of definition, and then I come out and I prove that what the real definition of definition is, not just ads, uh, changes the game. So, Very true. a little 10 minute pose off that you guys cheered and got behind, and then he cheap shots me and stuff like that. I thought that was of an classic. Um, 
one of my favorites here race recently, uh, top of my list. Uh, the last few matches I've had have been really big matches in my career, and uh, they're adding to the momentum that I have and the countless of opponents to come. Uh, I've just been able to up my game with them. So I'm just building memories now, but that's probably one of my favorites uh, from my time in the first few years um, of the business was probably facing the WFC. Amazing, yeah. He, you know, guys, if you ever have the opportunity to watch Dusty Gold wrestle, you won't forget. I mean, you will be amazed at what he can do. I mean, I have seen numerous matches, and it's, you know, I mean, I know what he can do, and he always seems to throw in those little surprises here and there. I mean, you never know what to expect with Dusty, and that's what I love about him and his talent that he has for this business and his passion that he has for this business. I mean, it's totally amazing. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if uh, Doug's still on, but uh, Big Swing, what do you got for our uh, buddy here? Well, I guess the main thing would be how uh, how did you get involved in wrestling? Like, were there any... Um, I guess inspirations or influences, any wrestlers you looked up to growing up, or just take us sort of through the path that you chose to to get involved in wrestling and, and sort of what brought you to where you're at today. So uh, I grew up in the 90s, so I got to grow up watching the probably the best era of WWE, which was also WBF, mm-hmm. um, and that was the Attitude Era. So inspiration uh, from guys like The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Chris Wall is probably one of my top favorites of all time. Maybe not agree with what he happened to do and with his personal life, but as a performer and as a wrestler, um, he is still one of my top favorites. Him and Shawn Michaels are two of my uh, very favorites. Um, matter of fact, my favorite wrestling match of all time would have to be the triple threat match where Wall had won the world title against Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That was a phenomenal match. That was a probably one of the best WrestleMania is, in my opinion, because so much great stuff happened. And uh, you know, as a as a wrestler in the uh, you know the business, you know, I uh, uh, I uh, always ask every independent wrestler this question, and I'm going to put it to you because no one has ever asked it the same answered it the same way. So I'm going to put it to you. Uh, we all know, as a independent wrestler getting in the business, whether you're starting or whether you're a seasoned vet, we all know that the WWE is the big dance, and most wrestlers strive to get there. Now, my question to you is a two-part question. If the WWE were to call you up and give you a million-dollar contract, is that something you want to do? Because when you get there, they control all aspects of your life. They tell you what you can do, where you go, this you get. Yes, you can do this, you can't do this and that. But as an independent wrestler, you control your own destiny and you get you get to do what you want. That's the first question. And the second question is, when you do get that call and you do become that big guy on the WWE campus, are you not going to big time us and we'll still be your buddy? Those are my two questions on that. So, majority of the guys in the scene, WWE is, is ideally the end game. I'm not necessarily – I'm actually not 
planning to sign anywhere um, for this next year. So I'm taking time to develop and grow more. Um, I don't want a quick, oh, here's a contract, go do that. I want to grow. I want to be able to – I'm four years in the business. I still have a lot of learning to do. I'll never stop learning. I still have a lot to develop to become an even better performer, to become a better wrestler, to become a better person. Just I have so much stuff going on in my, my, my real life, and, and just I am taking this next year enjoying every moment, um, getting overseas, going to the like U.K., planning to go to Japan. I, I want to do all this natural traveling, yes, as myself. So if I got that call right now, it would be stupid of me not to take the call, I mean, not to take the money and go sign with WWE because that is technically the end goal. But at the same time, it's not about the money for me. I love what I do, um, and I will do what I do. Um, eventually, yes, my goal is to make a living and be able to provide for my family and do what I need to, but do it full-time, professional wrestling. But I, the thing is, is I, I own rights to everything that I do. So unless they're going to either let me keep my rights, because if they try to buy it off of me, I'm probably not going to sell it. So everything would change anyway. Um, that way, if everything, anything ever changes, I can go back to being who I am. So that answers your question. And, yes, uh, I'll never forget about where I came from all the companies that gave me a shot and have helped me basically grow as a performer, like I'm saying, like a growing, like I'm taking these opportunities and I'll never forget anyone I've ever worked for who's given me an opportunity, um, bridge or not. Um, I still got, you know, the shot to, to prove myself. That's all I've ever asked for is just give me a chance and I'll prove that I can sit butts and seats and I can make you money. So, answers your question. Yeah, that is that is awesome. And uh your wrestling style, um would you say are you more of a technical wrestler? Are you a high flying wrestler? Or or do you have that just like grunty style like like a stone cold Steve Austin? What would you say your style is? Or or do you have a or do you not have one of those? Are you a different kind of style? Uh, I'm every style. That's 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 the difference about me. Um, I'm a, I was an amateur wrestler, so I'm very technical. I can take to the air uh, with the best of them, uh, with my height and my agility. Uh, but I also got strength, power. Uh, I can brawl. I can work with just about anyone. It doesn't matter if they're six foot tall, um, two hundred pounds, or if they're seven foot tall, three hundred pounds. I'd be able to work with them. And uh, for those of you uh, who have not seen uh, our guest, uh, I would, uh, you know, in a way, I would actually compare him kind of like in his look, I would kind of compare him to uh, like a cross between a uh, Lance Storm and um, a, now don't get offended when I say this, but I would say kind of like a cross between a Lance Storm and a Ludwig Borga. Uh, That's just my uh, estimation. Uh, how do you? How, what do you think of that comparison? Or am I way off on that? I mean, I've never been compared to them. 
everyone's going to have their, like, who they think is, who they remind you of, stuff like that. As Granny had said, I always change what I do in the ring, so I'm unpredictable. I'm always growing and always changing so no one can predict what I'm going to do and how I do it. So I want to be the first Dusty Gold. I don't want to be the next anything. Um, I always want to be the first. I'm not, I'm not here to mock people, copy people's moves. I always want to make something different and new and bring something fresh for people to see. So comparisons, I mean, look-wise, um, I, I actually don't know the second person you had said. Lance Storm, I do know. I think it, that's the body look that you're talking about. Uh, Correct. Um, I mean, I can see where the comparison body-wise could be like that. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm not – I've been told I was Russian. Before. Uh, I I mean like that's the big thing right now is everyone thinks I'm Russian and I'm not. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I'm Native American. Um, so it's funny to me that uh, I mean I have a little bit of I have mostly Native American. I do have a few other things in me, but um, I have a little bit of German in me uh, and English, like England English. So, um, but I don't have any Irish, I mean, any Russian whatsoever, but everyone seems to think that I'm Russian. I don't know why. Well, it's the reason a, why it's a Russian promotion. Real, real quick, Grady. So, real, and then I'll let you, I'll let you ask. But uh, let me ask you this. Now, this is kind of this might be an interesting question. You know, uh, I I didn't think you were Russian, but uh, someone had brought to my attention that you you kind of you kind of reminded him of the look of a Russian. If a promotion called you up and asked that for you to play a Russian, would you do that? Um, I mean, the only problem with that is um, I don't sound Russian. I, I have a hard, <laughs> hard time sounding Russian, so it wouldn't be believable. I'm all about believability. That's why my character is more me than anything else. That's why it's a natural baby face and, and everything that I do. So... It would, I I would probably say no, um, just because I want what I do to be the best that I do. So someone asked me to do something I don't know how to do or wouldn't be comfortable doing, so I just wouldn't do it. That's how I. Well, that that is cool. Uh, Great. What do you got? Go ahead. Well, the reason why I laugh when you mentioned that about everybody was Russian, you know, people thought he was Russian, and, and he mentioned that. We actually have a guy at WSC, and I know Dusty knows who I'm talking about, Dmitry Alexandrov. I yeah. mean, <laughs> he fight bears. I mean, now, you want to talk Russian? You know, his accent is amazing. I mean, he is... I love Dmitry. I mean, and I know... Dusty Gold knows who Dimitri is because he's wrestled with him numerous times. And that's why I had to laugh when y'all were talking about Russians because Dimitri, yes, you could get Dimitri to play the part of a Russian. No problem. That's why I had to laugh about that because, you know, these guys are amazing. I, I, I love to watch them. I love to watch Dusty Gold wrestle every chance I get, and I miss I miss seeing him when I miss him I miss seeing him at UWE 
WFC, I'm just seeing in the, you know, NAW, you know, because um, Granny doesn't get to see a lot of wrestling in Arkansas right now. I have to go to Oklahoma to see wrestling, and it breaks my heart so, when I don't I'm get gonna, to go. Granny, I'm going to do a plug for you. Um, Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, February 17th, Fayetteville Town Center. I'll be facing AR Fox right here in Arkansas. Wow. Yes, February seventeenth. That's a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. And I I won't I am gonna be tied up that weekend. Dang it, I may have to have somebody work the door for me. Darn it. Oh Um, I wish you had told me that I wish you had told me that. Breaks (laughs) my heart. Breaks my heart, you know, but um also, I'm going to plug something else. I will be exclusive at OKX. Okay, now so, I've been hearing about I've been hearing a lot about that. That's in May in Verdigris, uh, Oklahoma. I, so yes, I'm going to try to make that show. So I I, I left Oklahoma. I said it's my last match. I got a call. Um, it's a one time only. So for all my Oklahoma fans that miss me. I'm going to do the exclusive one-time only for OKX. There are going to be amazing talent on that show. Now, who are you going to be facing again February 17th? Uh, AR Fox. Hmm. He's on Lucha Underground uh, as uh, Dante uh, Damien Fox, I think. Okay. He trained he trained Austin Theory, who is the current Evolve champion. Okay. Uh, he's also in Evolve himself. So. Wow. That's amazing. So, but yeah, guys, you, awesome. I mean, you, Dusty Gold is is phenomenal. I mean, that's I I can't say good I can't say enough good things about this young man. I mean. Well, I appreciate that, Grant. That, that is awesome. Uh, Dusty, uh, Dusty Gold is our guest here. we got about 10 minutes here left before they uh, throw us off the air. But, uh, you, know, you, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, that event that you got coming up. If our fans wanted uh, in Arkansas wanted to come check you out, uh, do you have ticket information, uh, venue yes, information, when it is? What yes, time so it uh, doors will open at 2 p.m. Uh, right now, there's a special on the tickets. It's $10 for general admission, $20 for front row, but if you wait till the door, you it'll cost uh, $20 general admission, $30 front row. Um, what they can do is they can go to WCWA Wrestling uh, on Facebook and order tickets there. Or they can follow me, Dusty Gold, and I'm posting about it. You'll see where I post about it, where you can go to the link. I also do it, so... But it's going to be a two out of three falls match, me and our AR Fox for the main event. That is that is wow. really cool. Now, speaking of uh, that, real quick, uh, like I said, we got about five minutes left here with you. Uh, I know I said ten, but uh, I just realized what time it was. Uh, if our fans want, so we give give you time to plug it. If our fans wanted to uh, check you out and follow you, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, what do you got out there? 
Um, Instagram is the standard underscore dusty gold. Uh, Twitter is dusty gold 2016. Um, and then my Facebook is just dusty gold. There's two pages. One will be a likable page and one's actually a following page. Um, those are all my social medias. Uh, I guess I'm left anything out. Um, other than that, uh, oh, YouTube, uh, I don't have a YouTube channel, but if they Google Dusty Gold, um, on, if they search on YouTube for Dusty Gold, I pop, that just pop up my most current ones aren't up there yet, um, so, but if they want to see me live, uh, I'll always be posting my current, like, shows. Always promoting, always pushing, not just my match, but the whole card. Usually it's a stacked card, and there's a ton of great talent out there that need exposure. They don't quite have the exposure as well. So Now, uh, with your, with your, uh, your scheduling, uh, how, how often are, are, you, are you wrestling? Uh, uh, are you, do you try and wrestle once a month? Once every other week, once a week. How often do you try and get out there? Uh, usually, I'm booked every weekend. Um, uh, here lately, I took some time off. I had some breaks, but uh, my schedule's about to pick up to where I'll be gone every weekend. Majority of the time, going down to Texas, working for Soar Championship Wrestling, um, where I'm the current champion, and then also, like I said, with the UK and stuff like that, uh, which is actually going from Soar there. Uh, also, WCWA is a new company. Uh, if there's any fans out there that think they have what it takes that are is in the Northwest Arkansas area, um, I'm the head coach at um, WC uh, Strikers Training Facility for the WCWA, um, where you can train to become a professional wrestler if you're in the Northwest Arkansas area and you have nowhere to go. Um, great training facility. I, my students right now are learning a lot really fast. Um, it is going to be very crucial and tough, but a year's tuition will actually get you a year's gym membership as well at Anytime Fitness in Fayetteville. So uh, we always do workouts and train in the ring four days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, 7 to 10. That's a lot of the scheduling thing was 7 to 10 as I'm training my students uh, Monday through Thursday. So That's awesome. Uh uh, big swing. Uh, we got, like I said, we got a few minutes here. What else you got for our guest? Uh, well, I mean, you guys did a good job of covering a lot of it. Um, I guess uh, the main thing, and, and again, it, it could be because of I, I missed it with I'm doing like ten different things here. Uh, Dusty Gold, how, like, is that your real name? Or, I mean, how'd you come up with that name? Uh. My first promoter I ever worked for is actually who came up with Dusty Gold. Um, it's not my real name. I don't release my real name. Um, actually, well, that's fine. I just know some wrestlers name. use some independent circuit wrestlers use their real name if it sounds cool, like if it sounds like an in-ring type of name already, you know. So that's why I was curious. So Dusty Gold is actually um, when my first promoter was looking to hire me. Uh, he put me in a tag team with a young kid. And uh, we were the hot shot, so he's like, you're going to be Dusty Gold. And I was like, what? Okay. And he goes, it's actually a paint color. He was looking for paint for his house. And if you Google Dusty Gold without putting wrestler on there, paint pops up first. 
But if you Google Dusty Gold Wrestler, I pop up first. So. Huh, that's awesome. All right. That's I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> oh, look at that. Dusty Gold. You know, okay. And, uh, you know, a couple other quick things here before we wrap this up. Uh, the Icon had made a couple collector's cards for you. What was your opinion on those? Do you want to know? Uh, the Icon had made a couple collector's cards for you. What was your opinion on those? Oh, the collector cards were awesome. Um, I really enjoyed those, actually. Uh, I don't know if I received mine yet, though. But uh, well, I well, one more quick thing, Dusty, because because we do we do have to go, Icon. We got the uh, we got the uh, studio breathing down my neck here to cover uh, college basketball. But Dusty, uh, you're right. I, I did Google uh, Dusty Gold, and obviously, you know, the paint and the color and all that came up. Uh, but then I put in wrestler right after it just to see, you know, what comes up and whatnot. And uh, now, again, I hope this is you. It looks like it's you because it's the only person that's on here. But th- there's a tattoo on the uh, pectoral that says Lane. What, what exactly, what is that all about? That is for my father who passed away when I was a kid. Um, okay. It means life, a- life after never ends. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that, too. That is really cool. And it's cool. It's in like a cool font and all that. So, yeah, Dusty. So Dusty, Dusty Gold. Look at that, everybody. Dusty Gold. We've got a you know another champion on with us. We've made a habit of talking to champions, both independent and you know commercial champions. And um, you know, I, I think overall it's been pretty good. I mean, uh, Granny Granny vouches for you. She she speaks very highly of you. She's seen you in the ring several times. So uh, I know. Um, and you're in good company. I uh, am you know, one whenever, of Dusty Gold's biggest fans. Whenever Granny gives you a good uh, recommendation, you know you're, uh, you, you know you're you're in you're in good hands with that because she she doesn't hand those out very easily. Well, I appreciate that, Granny. And well, hopefully you're very we'll welcome. see you soon too. So. Yes, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So. Yes, well, Dusty Gold, everybody, and uh, hopefully we can get him back on the show at some point. Uh, talk to him a little bit about how uh, how his future career goes, and see if he wins any more championships or whatnot. And uh, we'll go from there. So, Icon, if you don't have anything else, then uh, we can uh, disembark. Yeah, don't forget to uh, join us next week for Lady Vane, Rich Maxwell, and Polling Nikitana. We'll all be here next week. That name sounds and- Russian too, actually. But anyway, yeah, and okay. uh, I got another big surprise next week oh boy. for some upcoming actors and actresses that are going to be on this show. Oh, wow. boy. Can't wait to hear it. Dusty Gold, everybody, and we will see you next week. And for Spear John Cena over and over again if he has to.